Hello. I kind of have to be really quiet because my dog's in the next room. I don't want her coming in here and making those smelly things again. Um, and it's kind of late and I can't sleep. So lucky you. No, this isn't a podcast of an addiction. And I was thinking about that today and, uh, it doesn't make sense to call it an addiction podcast because we're really talking about recovery. So I'm going to switch that up to recovery podcast. And uh, my name is Kimberly Gray and I am a recovering drug addict. I need to qualify by telling you I am not a professional in any regard to do with the usage of chemicals behind the usage of drugs or alcohol or the recovery and treatment of drugs and alcohol. I will also add that I used for a few decades with needles and lost everything I owned more than twice actually and have had more treatment and counseling than well than anyone else I've ever met actually. But that doesn't qualify me either to do a podcast. What qualifies me to do a podcast is that I'm an addict. And my only quest in this is that maybe, so you know, I pray that some other addict somewhere, somehow, who needs to hear it, needs to know they're not alone. Nobody is alone in this addiction and this craziness, the alcoholism and the addiction. It's, um... You're gonna, you've probably heard or will hear um, a zillion different terms and reasons why people become addicts. I, um, I do believe it was, a, it is a disease in, a, in a, something in our brains, in an addict's brain. I mean, lots of people have done a line of coke and just never touched it again. Well, to me, that I don't even understand that. I um, did my first line of coke and never stopped. Um, and did it every way I could to get it in my body, as I did every drug. Um, I was never a drinker. I, you know, get drunk every once in a while, but it really, I kind of felt out of control. And as crazy as this is going to sound, I felt in control in drugs. With my ADD, it calmed me down. It helped me focus. And when the heroin caught into it, it just made me completely an idiot. Um... One of the overdoses and the, you know, the, the scary stories that come with addiction um, really aren't very relevant either. They're called war stories, and while they'll actually help qualify me, they will also deter someone else from getting clean in the fact that they will think, oh, I can still do more. Because she did, you know, that happened to her, and that hasn't happened to me yet, so I can still do more. And the topic today really is um, tools for recovery. There's a zillion tools, and you know what? What works for me may not work for you, and what works for you may not, may not work for your neighbor, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm going to talk about imagination, um, which can be also a very deadly tool. You can imagine yourself using that drug and where it's going to take you again, and glorifying it and glamorizing it. Um, to a point where you will go out and use. 
But my thinking is kind of is such that if you're given a tool like imagination and you're told that it can be dangerous, and yet you still choose to use it as a dangerous tool, you're just not done using, you know? I mean, you don't need excuses. I say go back out, hit it as hard as you can for as long as you want. I hope you come back alive, and we'll be here waiting when you get here. We're just not done yet, and we're done when we're done. And nothing I have ever heard rationalizes what brings us to being done, uh, because the horror war stories don't bring us to being done. Um, I believe something greater than me saved my life. And there was another person who was sober that saved my life and ain't never giving up on me. And um, that's all we need. And that's why uh, addicts got to reach out because these sober addicts, these clean addicts, know what they're talking about. And they're not going to judge you. They're just going to relate to you and help you, give you a phone number, give you a hug, tell you that you can do it. And... Um, how do you get to a point where you want it bad enough to do it? I don't know. I don't have the answer for that. I think it's different for everybody. I have not one single reason why I surrendered to living clean. There isn't. There is no rational explanation for that. So back to imagination, I think um, when I use it, I can imagine myself um, doing anything, anywhere. I mean, with, I struggle mostly with emotions. Uh, I use drugs mostly because of loss. Um, so I kind of try to stay away from those two things by thinking I can rechange them in my mind with imagination. If I think you don't like me or you're judging me because I'm a drug addict and you're not, my imagination takes me to a happy place where doesn't matter that you're judging me and that took me a long time to be able to get there um, because look at addicts are judged come on guys like we live under bridges and um, lose our families and our children and get AIDS and have C and you know get raped and we're with pimps and dealers and thugs and on street corners at night and hiding in the day and there's a lot to judge, but all I ever ask somebody who doesn't get it to think about is you really believe anyone would choose that lifestyle, that much pain. I don't believe I had a choice. Again, I believe I had a disease. And the minute that first drug entered my system, a switch went off in my brain, and that switch never turned off until I was ready for it to. Um, I'm totally cramped up here because I'm trying to be quiet. Um, my imagination takes me to a place where I can do a podcast to people I don't know that I know will judge me and some will support me, even if we don't understand them. And even the ones that judge me, I understand how I, I don't know what it's like to be a mother. You know, I can't walk in the shoes of a woman 46 years old like me 
and say, yeah, that, uh, that happened. I remember that and I remember that. I can't, but I can't judge her either. What right do I have? I don't. So my imagination will take me and try to pretend to be a mother. I take scenarios like being a chameleon, which is my strongest trait, and being very perceptive very quickly with people. I think that's true for a lot of people, um, addict or not. Um, make no mistake, too, that alcohol is a drug, because it is. Um, I'm really not <laughs> explaining my imagination well, am I? I guess I'm using my imagination to take me from a place that's dangerous and conniving and cunning and baffling to another place that's, even if it's a fairy tale, you know what, fuck it, who cares? If, if, if it's like little sprinkly fairies running around, you know, making your drug craving go away, well, so be it. If it works, I don't care. I do care. I do care. I care about the addict that died today. I care about the addict that was born without a choice today. I care about people. Anybody suffering today. I care about the addict that's going to die tomorrow. But I don't stay. I don't go to tomorrow. I stay in today. So I allow myself to reflect on the death of an addict and why it wasn't me, I'll never know. I, um, I imagine that SoundCloud understands that my ramblings or poetry or lyrics um, or my books, I read for me and it is what heals me. Writing heals me. I've just started my next book, which I think I'm going to try to do in a month and a half. And I am rat shit crazy right now. And you know what? i got to be really careful about that. I can't run myself down too hard. Um, but you know what? All the things I'm telling you about an addict is true for most people. I'm not special. I'm not different. I just got, you know, this deal that can kill me and you guys do too. I mean, whether it be an illness or driving, you know, speeding or whatever, or gambling, whatever the thing is, we all got our shit, you know, and I'm just saying, my imagination takes me to a place where I don't judge other people. I try to. And the only prayer I say ever is in the morning and I say, God, may people treat me today as I treated them yesterday. And if you are an addict in need, email me and say whatever you want, and I'll be here. And just use some imagination in your in your writing. Try that. Try creative writing. You know, can you believe that? If my counselor told me to do a creative writing letter because uh, I want to get clean, I'd told the fuck right off. Sorry, I know I swore like a truck driver, but I really would have. I mean, what the hell is that? hate that crap. Like, if you don't believe in God, then imagine a God as a doorknob. And, and focus on the doorknob for a while. Just because we're addicts, we're not idiots. And, um, SoundCloud, 
I sure as hell appreciate the uh, support. Really, really do. I love this community so much. And I'm going to babble on every day, I think. I think that's my goal. Well, I'll have to be writing too now. But guess what? You're going to have to hear all that book too. <laughs> Bless you guys.